This is High Stakes from Gerard Phillips, Kate, and Hancock. Welcome to High Stakes. I'm David Schifrin. This is the second in a two-part series on financial assistance and collections policies. If you missed the first part, go back to the previous podcast called Preparing for Questions About Hospital FAPs, or Financial Assistance Policies. Please let us know if you have any questions. Email us at info at gerardinc.com. That's J-A-R-R-A-R-D-I-N-C.com. Or find us on social media at Gerard Inc. or Gerard Phillips, Kate and Hancock on LinkedIn. Headlines about hospitals and hot water over their financial assistance policies abound, and health system executives are looking around wondering if they're going to be next. This unwanted media attention is happening against the backdrop of an emerging trend, hospitals and health systems being included with pharmaceutical companies and insurance corporations as the drivers of increased healthcare costs. Healthcare providers, once thought to be solely solutions-oriented, are now being called out by the media, political leaders, and even patients. In our previous podcast, we outlined five steps you can take today to prevent your organization from being on the receiving end of negative attention regarding your collections and financial assistance policy, or at least being prepared when it comes. If you're listening to this thinking, it's too late, we're already on the front page, or your policies are being questioned, we have some thoughts for you too. First off, don't ignore anyone asking questions. Critical views of your policies can come from a variety of sources, traditional media outlets, non-traditional media, political leaders, advocacy groups, patients, academics, and many others. Regardless who is asking questions, sit up and take note. It's 2019. Anyone with a website or social media following has a platform. Questions from an advocacy group or academic institution can quickly turn into a social media post that turns into front page news. It can happen before you even have time to think. Second, if your organization is being scrutinized, create a window of opportunity. Your feet are being held to the fire in a public manner, or a manner that could quickly become public. Don't panic. Consider giving yourself room to breathe to create a thoughtful path forward. If you believe it's appropriate, announce a review period during which you will analyze the policies being questioned. During the review, it may make some sense to suspend the actions that have come under fire. Many of the health systems featured in recent media articles have announced review periods that varied from 30 days to 6 months in length. It takes time to review your current policies, engage stakeholders, form new policies, and develop a plan for presenting them. Take the time you need to do the job well, but know that it won't get easier or be less work if you put it off. Another tip, if temperatures are high, bring in a third-party expert to review your policies and offer suggestions for improvement. An independent review may provide you truly helpful contextual information. It will also show that you are taking the issue seriously and add credibility to your new policies. Third. During that review period, go through steps one through four in our first conversation on this topic. In short, ask, scrutinize your financial assistance policies, quantify, determine the true financial cost benefit of your current policy and potential changes, reflect, connect your practice to your mission, listen, employees and patients can help shape a new policy, act, update policies appropriately, and speak with confidence. And finally, show, as much as is possible, make the process and findings public. Fourth, thoughtfully announce new policies or go to the next step. Policies are a statement of values, and collection and financial assistance policies are statements about how a health system lives its mission by providing care to those less fortunate. When a new policy is necessary, announcing it is an opportunity to bring your employees together and plant a flag for who your organization is and what you believe in. Done well, the announcement can garner goodwill from employees, patients, and the community. 
Handled poorly, you run the risk of causing greater long-term reputational damage. As we noted in part one, first telling employees and patients you listened to during the fact-finding about your decisions will build trust and help smooth the way for accessible public announcement. Conversely, leaving the people who helped you inform your decisions and are directly affected by them to find out through the local paper will cause frustration and resentment. All announcements should be reflective of your organization's culture and grounded by your mission. Rather than making a flashy celebratory announcement about how much your organization does to care for the poor, adopt a more humble tone. Some specifics on that. Don't make the announcement just about money. The average patient doesn't know what charity care means, and they have no way of understanding how many millions of dollars of annual charity care really impact those less fortunate. Tell a human story. Show how more patients will now have access to assistance and make it real through examples. Own up to mistakes. No one likes to admit fault, but to really change the narrative and move forward successfully, it's smart to acknowledge what you weren't doing well and then quickly pivot to the solution, i.e. your new policy. And remember all stakeholders. This includes all internal audiences and community members. You listen to your employees and patients to learn how your policy could be improved, so go back to them and let them know that you took their input seriously and acted responsibly. You will build tremendous goodwill and confidence in the future. Step five, or maybe step 4B, is to defend your practices and policies and tell your story. After reviewing your policies, you might find that your organization is, in fact, handling collections appropriately and that you have a good story to tell. If that's the case, tell your story and tell it with pride. Focus on the care your organization provides the community and how you're helping people access that care. Don't wait for your policies to come under more fire before you get in front of the issue. And again, when you are talking about your practices, remember that they impact real people. Tell a human story and give actual examples of how you are helping patients. Lastly, remember that in all things, everyone is watching. These emotional stories are designed to touch every heart and to ignite action. They should. That action may be a change of policies. We're seeing this today as Senator Grassley's office sends letters to health systems asking hard questions about their practices. It may be a confident and assertive effort by a health system to tell a story defending practices that reflect the mission and heart of its people. And in any case, consider the impact of these stories and your policies on your nurses, physicians, staff, and board, as well as the media and community. These aren't small local stories. Everyone is watching. We sincerely hope your organization's policies never come under fire. But if they do, we hope this information will help you navigate the issue and come out stronger on the other side.